Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And we have a good one today, Lindsay. This is actually a listener request, but a place I had heard about and wanted to do an episode on it a while ago, but it was temporarily closed. And it has recently reopened with new ownership, and it is a pretty notoriously haunted location. Well, that's exciting. I mean, we do a travel show, right? So we definitely, for the most part, we want them to be places you can actually travel to. So it's it's good to hear that this place is now open again. Yes. And this is a recommendation from Zachary. He actually sent us a whole list of interesting places in Texas. This is one of them. So I'm assuming Zach is from Texas. It's just a guess. But thank you so much for the recommendation because this was a great reminder about this place. This is your haunted holiday at the Jefferson Hotel in Jefferson, Texas. Well, before we dive into this one, I do want to start by doing a special shout out to some of our newest patrons, Debbie Shadoff. She recently joined our Patreon page. Thank you so much for showing your support for our show. It just means a lot. She signed up for our extended stay, which means that she actually gets an extra episode every month and even maybe some extras as well. And then Megan Channel also is our patron. Thank you so much, Megan. Megan is a close friend of ours and actually uh, went to the Velisca Axe Murder House with us last summer and we're trying to plan another outing. So Megan, thank you for always supporting our show and uh, for joining our patron page. Yes, thank you to all of our patrons. It makes a huge difference. Let's get in to the Jefferson Hotel. So this is a really old location. And Jefferson, Texas, to give you a little bit of background, it is on the very far western side of Texas. It's actually right up against the Louisiana border. So people that are from that Louisiana area have really easy access to this, but it's a pretty small town. A lot of people say, though, that it is the most haunted city in all of Texas, because although it is small, there are quite a few haunted places here that you can go visit. This is just one of them. Oh, that's cool. I like that. It's kind of like Atchison, Savannah. I mean, there's a lot of random towns that just happen to be haunted. Yes, exactly. So the building itself did not originally start out as a hotel. It was actually a cotton warehouse in the early 1850s. Now, there's not a lot of background into what happened here, but there are quite a few suspected deaths just from, you know, there's a lot of hard labor going on, that kind of thing, accidents with big machinery. So they do think there was a number of deaths that occurred back in that time frame. I mean, that makes sense, right? It, it doesn't sound like violence, like we hear at a lot of these places, but I mean, gosh, I imagine some sort of like an accident with some machinery can be extremely tragic. Exactly. Now, it did turn into a hotel, but nobody really knows exactly what year 
that happened from a cotton warehouse to a hotel, the date range of that is anywhere from the 1870s to 1900. So kind of a big gap there where we're not entirely sure what's going on. But once it became a hotel, it was very quickly known to also be a brothel. We hear this a lot in our episodes. We've had several, I think, that have been brothels just recently. And this place has a very Victorian balcony that wraps around the whole building. And apparently the brothel ladies would be hanging out on that balcony trying to lure men in. One of the stories from that brothel area, and this is not something I can validate. There was not like a newspaper article out there, but they believe that there was a prostitute working here at the time that was murdered by one of her customers and he actually stabbed her and left her in the bathtub in room 19 to be specific we're going to talk more about room 19 and left her to basically just like slowly die in the bathtub horrible so do we know why he did this or we just we don't have the full background just that we think she was murdered there right that is really all we know and again that's kind of legend but back in these time frames you know we wouldn't necessarily have all of that we wouldn't necessarily be able to validate it could totally be true it could also totally be false we just don't know but that's the story that's been handed down generations okay so after it was a brothel It continued to be a hotel, and in the Prohibition era, it was actually really well known for having a speakeasy, another thing that we hear about a lot in these (laughs) old places. And the speakeasy here actually had a cool name, I think. It was the Crystal Palace. And everybody would go there, dance, have good times, gamble, you know, doing fun stuff that sounds like a lot of fun. The only other story of tragedy that I could find that, again, is more legend than something I could validate is the story of two different brides who were staying at this hotel, but 50 years apart from each other, but had very similar, eerily similar situations happening. So 50 years apart, apparently both of these women were left on their wedding day. So the groom did not show up to the wedding. Both of them, they believe, were pregnant at the time. And tragically, both of them, they believe, actually hung themselves in a hotel room. And what is particularly odd is they say that they actually hung themselves from the headboard of a bed in room 19. Now, later in this program, I am going to show you a picture of room 19. And this room has a bed in it with a particularly tall headboard because you would think like, you know, looking at my bed in my house, like that wouldn't even be possible. Right. This one is a very unusually tall headboard where something like that could possibly happen so this happened on two different occasions two different women yes 50 years apart 
very bizarre. What are the odds of this? I also agree. I was thinking headboard. What are you talking about? That's that can't be. But I'll be interested to see the pictures. Very tragic. I mean, suicide in general is just awful. It's a terrible situation. And yeah, that that is a truly tragic story. I can't believe this happened twice. That's what they say. Your Haunted Holiday now has Patreon. That's right. If you're a YHH addict and just want more, you can now get access to early released episodes and member exclusive episodes. Exclusive episodes will feature exciting new paranormal topics that don't fit our typical format, but I am dying to discuss them with our listeners. Think Bigfoot, UFOs, and other infamous hauntings. You can also get updates on some of our most recent trips with content that just didn't really fit into one of our normal episodes. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash your haunted holiday or go to yourhauntedholiday.com to find the link. So there is a lot of hauntings happening here. And in fact, the website itself does say that they are the most haunted hotel in the world, which is a pretty big claim to make. But I will say, I mean, this is a place that I had heard of before. I wanted to do an episode on. There's a number of different, you know, spirits that they call out by name, at least five potentially more over the course of the years where it was a hotel the owners actually had what they would call the book of the dead that they would keep behind the counter and people that worked there would write in their ghostly stories and then they would also have guests that encountered things also put their stories in the book and sometimes which is kind of cool you could kind of like rent it out and take it to your room with you and like take time to read through the different stories as long as you returned it the next day. I immediately, when you said Book of the Dead, I immediately thought of the Necronomicon from The Evil Dead, right? Like this really cool cult classic movie. I was thinking, is it made of like human flesh? Is it evil? Like what's the deal with this Book of the Dead? But it's kind of, yeah, I get it. It's a clever play on people's personal stories um, yes. of their stays. Now, the hotel has recently changed hands. So the old owners actually took the old Book of the Dead with them. They don't have a copy of it, unfortunately. And they have started a new Book of the Dead with their stories. And I gotta say, if you look up on YouTube, the Jefferson Hotel has its own YouTube channel. And the new owners appear to be documenting a ton of of stuff they have cameras set up regularly i mean i have a feeling these owners bought it because it's haunted (laughs) because they have all kinds of videos where they're like listen to this this was a voice in the background or look at this there's one video where and i will talk about the doll room a little later but it's creepy af just an fyi (laughs) but there's all these dolls i'm assuming they're maybe haunted i i don't know but like there's a video and i almost played it for you but there's a lot of cursing in the background but you guys can look it up or the doll 
moves and so they basically set like a REM pod in front of this doll and they are capturing it on video and the REM pod is going off like crazy to their questions and like everything appears to be like pretty sturdy like the doll is just kind of sitting there and all of a sudden boom this doll just like falls over and it could be that they didn't put it prop it up well enough <laughs> but the reaction to like everybody sitting there in the video is like oh no like <laughs> it's how we would react if that I mean we would freak out right <laughs> it was actually like kind of shocking I was thinking because it was like doll moves I thought it was like gonna slightly move just a little bit no like it went boom and so I, I huh. even kind of jumped like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> OK, so we're going to have to play that video. I mean, we're going to have to post it on our website, right? I'll a link post to it. Yeah, I will post a link to it on the website. So some let's talk about what you should look for while you are here. So a lot of activity. One of the things we talked about that Crystal Palace speakeasy. There was a piano in there always playing with music, people dancing. There is ragtime piano music that people hear here on a regular basis. That's cool. I love places that have a piano player somewhere. I know, because usually they're friendly, right? They're, yeah, I mean, yeah. it sounds fun. <laughs> the Let's talk about some of the apparitions. So the most seen and experienced spirits here are what they call the mill children and they believe these two children that are haunting this location stem back from the 1850s when it was a cotton warehouse so they believe children died there as a result of just accidents like what we talked about it is a boy and a girl that they believe is about seven years old and they can be seen and heard laughing and chasing each other through the hallways and the rooms creepy but very cool and it sounds like friendly spirits so far and it's i wonder if those are i wonder if they're intelligent haunts or if they're just kind of reliving their their time well, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. So one of the other things that these children do is they move and take small objects. So if you have a set of keys on you, these little kids might like swipe those keys and hide them from you. So that tells me a little bit of intelligence, maybe. Yeah, I agree. The other thing they do, Lindsay, which it sounds kind of like they're trying to play tricks on people, almost like taking their keys but they will turn the lights off on people. Oh, that's scary. That's almost like closing a door behind you and not letting you open it, right? But it's like, flip the lights off and boom, you're in the dark with a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> in a haunted place, nonetheless, right? This isn't just a normal place either. And it's also not like a really nice looking hotel either. Like I'm gonna talk about the decor and everything. Like the place is creepy. Like, let's just be real, okay? You're okay. not in a Holiday Inn Express. You're not in the Keo house. It is creepy looking, okay? Okay. So imagine the lights turning off on you. It would be scary, especially if you're in, like, the doll room, probably. 
The next spirit to look for is what they call the vanishing man. And this is a tall man that is wearing a long coat and boots. And they say that he will go into people's room at night and either be standing or sitting sometimes, but be very persistent. So people will wake up and see this man standing there and he'll just like persistently stay there. He's a creeper. But he doesn't vanish right away, which is weird that they call him the vanishing man. But the reason they call him the vanishing man is people will also see him walking the halls. And they might follow him thinking, is this another guest? Something like that. And then he will suddenly vanish into a room. Got it. Well, that's a that's cool. This is So this is promising for a potential full-bodied apparition sighting which is always exciting, right? I mean, that's the the thing everyone wants to come across at some point. Yes. The next spirit that you want to look for is a spirit that they call Libby in white. They don't actually know what this person's real name is, but this goes back to our story that we told about the two brides that died by suicide in the hotel. They believe it is one of them, and I would tend to agree it probably is based on what they're seeing. So basically what you are going to see is a beautiful young woman wearing a wedding dress with blonde hair. And what's like kind of creepy is that she's always hovering. So her feet never touch the ground at all, Mm. which is creepy to me based on how she died you know thinking back to that and she is seen all over the hotel but there is one place in particular that they say she haunts and it's actually not even a place it is an object and she tends to be around that bed that was in the room at the time that they believe that she hung herself from wow can you imagine if you were staying in that room? And so they have all of the original stuff there, still there, even with the new owners. Some of it is original. So like this bed is original, but they've actually added a bunch of antiques and weird stuff to this place. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm very curious to hear about your your review of your stay there, of when, you know, if you were to actually book it, right? Right. What's even more interesting about this, though, is this bed has been moved to different rooms over the course of the years. So whenever this bed gets moved, this spirit will appear in that room much more often simply because that object has been moved. Today, however, you can find it in what they believe is the original room that it was in, which is room 19. Right. So this is the room that's probably the primary hot spot. We've got a legend of at least three deaths happening there. Again, legend, but still, it sounds like a very high probability that we have a ghost there. The last spirit I am going to talk about is a spirit that could be named Judy. They're not entirely sure, but I'll tell you why they think her name might be Judy. And we believe that this is the prostitute that was murdered in 
room 19, particularly left to die in the bathtub in that room. And the reason we believe that is when people are in there and they are taking a hot shower, sometimes they will actually see the apparition appear in the mist of the shower. Very creepy. Now, I imagine they've updated the bath and all of that since back then this isn't the original bathtub where she was left to die i don't believe so i know it has been renovated over the years so i'm also gonna assume it's not the original bathtub but i don't know that for sure got you but this would be a cool thing so like if you book obviously this is the room you want to try to get you know to see the lady in white and then gosh every time you shower for the day you know you're gonna have to be looking for this woman to appear in the mist yes The other thing that is interesting about this room and other rooms is sometimes this spirit will actually write warning messages on the mirror in the bathroom. So as it steams up, there will be different warnings. Sometimes the name Judy is actually written on the mirror in some of her notes Mm. that she writes. So they're thinking she might be indicating her name's Judy, but she could just be calling out somebody else could be i'm i'm counting on judy i think we should yeah i think the name fits her what's interesting though lindsay is so room 19 gets these messages on the mirrors a lot but so do the other rooms so when i hear messages in the mirror i'm like maybe it's just somebody previously wrote it and it mm-hmm. kind of like stuck because of the oil on your fingers or you know whatever yeah Recently, there were some people that left frantically in the middle of the night at like 1.30 in the morning. And they were staying in one of the rooms. Apparently, after they had taken a shower earlier in the day, there was a note on the mirror that said, you must leave. Ooh. Then they thought, yeah, this is probably just left over from you know somebody else like what i would think i'd be like right somebody's playing a joke right Right. really funny whatever so then later that night they're in the bathroom and the message has now changed to get out oh that's scary i mean we've been to a lot of places and we've never We've never gotten a message like that. I'm sure lots of people have, but I mean, gosh, we haven't even come across that. I don't know what I would do if I saw that. <laughs> like, imagine getting out of the shower, looking up at the the mirror, and you see get out written on the mirror. Well, these people left in the middle of my frantic. <laughs> they left. They, they actually got up and left. Yeah. And this was not that long ago. So it sounds like there is a lot of activity still occurring. So like I said, this place has just semi-recently reopened with a renovation. Now, when I say renovation, I don't mean like everything's been redone. Like we were talking about that bed that was in room 19, that appears to still be original. And they've also added a ton of creepy things in here okay like (laughs) like you think on purpose or do you think they're just going for the anti oh okay you think they're going for the haunt and i think they're like collectors i mean 
It reminds me a little bit about one of my favorite episodes, the Thomas House episode. If you all haven't listened to that, that Mm -hmm. is a place we've been to that was, it reminds me of that a little bit. Now, it's not as much the amount of stuff, (laughs) but like, it's creepy stuff too. Like, and so I was looking back at videos from the previous owners and it was antique-y and stuff like that, but like, it's like next level now it looks like to me oh wow so they've they've bumped it up yes and the rooms also have different themes to them sometimes and sometimes it's like simple it's like nautical themed room right Mm -hmm. Uh, or you know whatever but then they also have like the doll room and like a carnival themed room what now the doll room you can book the doll room yes you can book the doll room what if you booked, like, what if you were riding through and you thought, oh, let's stay in this hotel and you booked a room not knowing it was going to be the doll room? <laughs> like, how would that go over? It's time to get out if that's the case. <laughs> People are going, have no idea. They're just trying for a stop. And a carnival room, is this like clowns and stuff? Like, what's up with the carnival room? Well, let me show you some pictures. So I actually just sent you a couple pictures to your phone of the different rooms so go ahead and pull up your phone and look at those photos i sent you the first picture is a look at the doll room and there does appear to be a filter there so it probably looks creepier in real life but it looks pretty bad in this photo there's even like a like a horse that would be on a you know kind of a merry-go-round kind of thing i mean yeah, who could sleep with these dolls staring at you? I don't think I could. <laughs> Definitely not. The next room is kind of the carnival themed room. It's called something a little bit different, but that's essentially what it is. I mean, there's like a monkey on a merry-go-round horse and mm-hmm. just stuff I don't really want around me in my general presence. <laughs> I'm with you, Lisa. I think the monkey, like, they're going for that. Like, I think there was one in the movie Annabelle, you know, in the... the oh, that's right. Maybe. You know, so I see where they're headed with this. They're try- They're going for the creepy vibes. But yeah, definitely over the top. Yes. And the last photo I sent you, Lindsay, is actually of the bride room, which is room number 19. So... Every room here is haunted, but probably the most haunted room. And here you can see that headboard that I was referring to and where you can see potentially one of the brides around this bed. Got it. Yeah, it is really tall, but not what I was picturing at all. Yeah, very, very interesting looking. I mean, this is the most antique looking of the rooms that I've seen. But yeah, I mean, I see what they're going for here. But I mean, the good news is it looks clean based on the photos. Yeah, I would agree. I think it looks clean, but they're definitely going for a theme and they're definitely living up the haunted stuff. I mean, it is prominent on their website. That is who is going to this place. People that are hunting for ghosts. Right. So the odds of someone booking the doll room on accident, probably pretty slim, but I love that, that the owners are, are embracing that and, you know, they're they're setting folks up to go out and have a fun time ghost hunting in this like super haunted place. 
Yes. Now, here is what I will say. They do have some rules around like quiet hours and stuff like that. So anytime after like 10 p.m., you cannot be like me and Lindsay sometimes and have too many cocktails and, you know, walk around the hallways making too much noise. So you can still ghost hunt, but you need to keep it down a notch because some people probably truly are trying to sleep here so you'll need to be mindful of those rules if you are planning to go here and do some ghost hunting and honestly I would say it looks reasonably comfortable I mean it's way more comfortable than probably than definitely like the Liska Axe murder house or something like that like it is intended that you are going to sleep in these beds right so let's talk about the prices. The prices range anywhere between, depending on the room, $150 a night to $250 a night. The Haunted Bride room, the room number 19, is $170 a night. Now, here's what I personally think about the prices. If I were to just look at that hotel room and I wanted to... I don't know, go on a fabulous weekend vacay with somebody, I would see $150 a night and be like, they must be out of their minds. Like, I'm not paying $150 a night to stay here, right? However, this is an extremely well-known haunted location. This is a coveted place for people to go to experience the paranormal. So they're able to raise their prices because that's really what people are going for, the experience, not necessarily the decor. Right, right. So think of this, I mean, you could think of it as like an overnight ghost hunt or whenever they allow check-in, right? The ghost hunt begins, you know, until you decide to go to bed for the night. And at least you have a comfortable place to sleep. So when you look at it that way, it's not too too terrible. But I agree with you, $170 a night for if you were just looking to stay overnight and not looking for the haunted experience, it is a little bit on the pricey side. Definitely. Well, Zach, thank you so much for sending us that email with the recommendation of the Jefferson Hotel. This turned out to be a really good episode. We also have a whole list of other things that Zach sent us, and we've got some really good new recommendations in our email as well. So keep an eye out. We're going to do as many uh, listener recommendations as we can. We're always digging into these to see if we can get enough information on these locations to make a full episode. So if you're interested in sending us a recommendation or sending us your ghost story, maybe you've been to one of the locations that we've covered and you want to tell us how your stay was, please go to yourhauntedholiday.com, hit contact us and send us an email letting us know all about your story. Outside of that, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and have a great week. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.